Tonight on Podcast Them Down, more Metallica music videos. Hail Metal Nation, it is I, Tim, bassist extraordinaire, a fade to black Metallica tribute, the only band that matters during Metallica. And uh, joining me, I didn't introduce you guys last time, so I figured I should do it this time. Joining me is Dave, the drummer of dual violin folk metal band Eisenmore and American power metal band Burning Shadows. And uh, Doug and Matt, long time. Podcast them down. Podcast them downers. All right, so like last time, I'm going to read all those fade to black uh, tour dates coming up. We're coming to your city if you live in one of the following cities. May 13th, Wilmington, Delaware at the Queen. June 4th in Asheville, North Carolina at the Orange Peel. July 16th, Baltimore, Maryland. That's wrong. The Fishhead Th- Cantina is in Halethorpe, Maryland, hon. That's clearly county and not city, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Baltimore, Baltimore County, Maryland at uh, Fishhead Cantina, August 19th, Raleigh, North Carolina at the Lincoln Theater, August 20th, Greenville, North Carolina, the State Theater, August 26th, Bristol, Tennessee at Sidetracks, August 27th, Lynchburg, Ten- uh, Virginia at Lido's, September 15th through 17th, Ocean City, Maryland at Ocean City Bike Week, Con. Uh, October 1st in Baldwinsville, New York at Average Joe's Beernasium, October 13th. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the Harley-Davidson, and November 5th in Newark, Delaware at halftime. Go to the Facebook, make sure uh, you uh, follow all the events in case there have been any uh, changes. There's probably more dates coming. I don't know. I don't do the booking. (laughs) Who knows what Zach has in store for us? So, uh, and if you're if you your city wasn't listed, contact your local venue and demand Fade to Black, and we'll be there. And we'll play songs that you love. And we'll play songs that we love and you may not. That's what happens. And check out SteelResolve.com <laughs> for more information on your favorite metal bands. That's right. And there's Fade to Black merch at uh, SteelResolve.com. So... All right. When so, you're in Ocean City, will you be introduced by DJ Batman? I don't think DJ Batman is alive anymore. Oh no. I know. We got fade to black. Metallica tribute all right. Yeah, so <laughs> that show is down at uh by Wild Bills, which is near Division Street, right off the boardwalk. So like there there's going to be people walking along the boardwalk. Not knowing that they went to ocean, they went to Ocean City during Bike Week, and if the motorcycles <laughs> weren't enough, <laughs> the Metallica Uh-oh. will will push them over the top. So, I right. sure know you're in Ocean City that weekend, hon. That's right. DJ Batman's last tweet was in January 2020. Oh, oh shit! Oh no! That's, well, that's oh, more no. recent than I expected. Oh fuck. <laughs> So maybe he just stopped tweeting. I know he's good. It's good. He's good. He updated his Facebook page yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. That's great. What? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> DJ Batman is alive. All right. Yeah. You don't have to read anything into that date. All right. <laughs> no. So. Uh, last episode, we were uh, reviewing some Metallica music videos. The uh, luckily, I, I got I got the jump on a lot of you. You didn't know some of those existed. So, do you know this exists? There's a theatrical cut of The Unforgiven. What? So it's eleven minutes long, and here we go. All right, so. The Unforgiven, the song, off the Black Album, the best-selling metal album of all time, is not 11 minutes. <laughs> so It's not even... I don't think this is slightly longer than six minutes, right? Yeah, that sounds right. So, the original... The original video starts the same way. and the, But the, this... 
theatrical version has just like longer cuts of everything but it's interesting to hear what they do to the music and by the way all of these music videos you can find at metallica's facebook uh sorry youtube page they put them all up on youtube in a handy dandy playlist sorry playlist all right so if you're familiar with the song they've just repeated something like more times than it should and then it faded out and now there's just like images so if you've seen the video you you know all these images but now it's Hmm. uh there's like much longer shots of all the images and there's all these weird ambient effects and um, breaking news breaking news dj batman did not like metallica on facebook but he did like La Quinta Inn and Sweets, Ocean City. We don't give a shit! Man, that button is going to be handy even after Metallica. I, I think I already hate that drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel we like I won't have a whole lot. give a shit! So, are you familiar with the original... The, 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 the song oh, yes. cut of the mini... Uh, of yeah. the video? So, yeah, this young boy basically uh, finds, like, a Shawshank Redemption-style mm-hmm. hole behind a, a clown poster, right? Yeah. And so he climbs into this, this room, and the, the boy appears to be blind. And he, he lives in that same room that the puppet in that Tool video lives in. <laughs> yes. So... He spends much of the video um, trying to... So, in in the theatrical version, it's showing the kid is not tall enough to reach what he's trying mm-hmm. to reach. Right. Because, like, I guess the bottom half of the room is metal, and above that is some sort of rock. Okay? And... Kind of like Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! Yeah. But Jack in the episode, Doug just won the episode. He Good did. night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> oh. So, um, I don't know. In the theatrical versions, boy just found a pocket watch. <laughs> like, did you turn off the sound, or is this no. just like no, a you, long, soundless. <laughs> it's a bunch God. of like weird, ambient, quiet stuff that I'm talking over. So, anyway, in the video. Uh, in in the normal video, oh, so the kid has now created a little pile of dirt to stand on, so he can reach past the metal oh, into the rock or clay, and basically he starts carving. He is using like an ice pick or something to carve into it, right? And the kid's making all these weird faces, and who knows what's going on? He's pacing I don't know in a what's circle. Going on. So during during the the main video he grows real old yeah the whole time carving he's carving into the wall and what it turns out he's carving is a big block right a rectangle cube yeah which he then uses to plug the hole that he crawled into the room through and that's the video that's the whole thing you know they're really sort of underplaying the and quickly he's subdued part of this song this is taking quite a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, this now is 11 he's, minutes. <laughs> this is 11 he's, minutes. He's met a girl. He's flexing. Um, so, you know, watching the, the regular cut of the video, I always assumed he was trapped in the room, but clearly not. I no, mean, no, this is he, the place he goes. Well, that's the thing. He traps himself in the room on purpose. Okay. Okay. Because... Well, that's kind of like what the song is talking about. So you may, so right now these images you may be familiar with from the, from the final cut. It's like the kid kind of crying in the chair and the, yeah, yeah, the girl. Okay. So now the song's starting again <laughs> and, uh, the kid is dragging that chair that he was just crying yep. and he's dragging it. I, I assume to the hole. Did they release this contemporarily or like? 10 years later, just because. It, I think it was on 
one of the VHSs they put out in the 90s. Like well, yeah, the video, is- the video gets it's 11 minutes too short. Get on it. Get that <laughs> B-roll out here. This was obviously too arty <laughs> to, to just put out there, you know. And I'm finding it hard to like continue to talk over. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not providing a whole lot of conversation. Yeah, right. It's so kind of. I mean, that's a nice shot. Thank yeah. you. On track. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder how much water they used uh, for the shot yeah. of the pipes spewing yeah, water. The, the, the leaking storm drains or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess this room he found is in the storm drains. But uh, So he's pulling this oh, chair oh, into the oh, holes. Drop he, the chair. Yeah, drop the chair. Right, and I think he wants to use that chair to finish carving his... Uh, oh, that's a good carving idea. Carving the block. Right, because he's not tall enough to to reach. So, if like, you're uh, familiar with the with I, the the Unforgiven songs, all three of them, um, the the idea is that he won't forgive himself, and that is, uh, that becomes very clear in Unforgiven Three. So, um. I I always wish the chorus to Unforgiven Three was like Unforgiven Two, yeah. <laughs> you know. Because why can't it be three. that I'm Unforgiven Three? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, can't you see? <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So now all up. of a sudden, the the young boy is older because it's verse two. You see, mm. he's a bitter man, in fact. But basically, you think basically the the, the protagonist won't forgive himself and that's why he's locking himself away like but you know you think he would have been able to do a better job I, I think he just pissed away a lot of these like prime years now that he's like 70 and still carving this stupid block well maybe it's you know maybe it's a um Oh. I'm, 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 I can't figure out what I'm trying to say. Maybe it's like a persistent problem that he's had, you know, his inability so, to forgive himself, and he, he, like, you know, he can't. He comes back to it every so often. He's like, I should shut myself away, and then he doesn't, and he collects okay, so all he these like, trinkets and he writes stuff in his blood like he's doing now. You know, so he has like lots of good years. Like his fifties are all gravy. He's like a stock car racer. And then he's like, fuck, man, this shit's garbage. I'm going to go carve the block out of the wall again. Yeah, so he's super, super duper old now. What oh, oh. First? he just this video or countdown to extinction. <laughs> he just did the um, call of the winter moon. You yeah. know, <laughs> the sudden pose. His hair seems to be really inconsistent. Oh, there's that girl. Um, How come he got old, but the girl didn't? <laughs> then I saw little Jimmy Peterson, and I said, hello, little Jimmy Peterson. And he starts she's, crying. She's, well, she's I said, wait, the- if that's Jimmy Peterson, he would have grown up, too. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the little girl has got to be the uh, object of his guilt. And so she is kind of eternally young Uh-oh. in that moment that he's unable to forgive himself about. Mm. Which is why he sees her like that, even though he's old and gray. Right, so he's okay, succeeded means- in carving out the block from the wall, and he's now okay. plugging the hole through which he crawled. And I guess... He's an old man on one end and a young man on the other end. (laughs) So I guess he's trying to break the cycle. I don't don't know. This is too heady for me. I guess. Like, I feel like in the 90s, you just needed like a black and white video with a bunch of weird ass shit going on. Yeah. And people would like it. So that key, there was a keyhole, a shot of a keyhole. That comes back in Unforgiven 2. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I take this key and I bury it in you. And then there's... Oh, that's true. Yeah, th- th- 
the whole, like, you could think it's dumb that there's an Unforgiven 2 and 3, but, like, I, I, I challenge you to read the lyrics, because they're clearly very personal and, and heavy. <laughs> so, not like, heavy, but like, you know. Marty McFly style heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, you call him the chicken, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that key. Yeah, there's the key. It comes back. Oh, and there's some old man flab. Oh, that's unnecessary. All right. So, what did you think? Uh, we're at the end. <laughs> we're at the end. Finally. <laughs> well, I mean, I like the actual Unforgiven video. I'm not sure that adding six minutes of just weird, you know, black and white footage in front of it helps much. I, yeah, um, I agree. I, yeah. like, the, the theatrical cut doesn't add anything for me other than six minutes. <laughs> you yeah, know what I like mean? It's like, if there was new music, if there was, did they do the Unforgiven on SNM 2? I don't remember. remember. I'm not sure. Because if they didn't, that's two golden opportunities to make an amazing song missed. But at any rate, if they had done something like add any kind of new musical content, I would have been much more excited about this than I am now. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad I got you all to suffer through it with me. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't feel I'm like glad 11 I minutes it. to me. It, it did not feel like 11 minutes. I'll agree with that. It just flew by. That's true. By the time it ended, I was I, I expected that there would be more once the song formally ended, and then we might hear like the intro again as outro. Nope. <laughs> yeah, like I kept waiting for something to happen. Like I, I kept waiting for something to tell me more about the situation in the video or give me something. But it just seemed like extra footage that was rightly cut. You yeah. Know? No, I yeah. I agree with you. I I'm not uh, as I'm not arty enough to appreciate <laughs> the long version because I feel like the the song length version captures it all. But it's it's just weird to have a music video that's longer with the song and has so much just silence. You know it. If you intercut yeah. another Metallica song here, I don't know what off the Black album could really work. Maybe the the middle of My Friend of Misery. That's all you Yeah, get. something. <laughs> something, right? It just needs, you know, it needs to have that it's just silence. It's just lots of silence in the middle of a music video, which seems at least, you know, maybe I'm a all right, uh, all a right. stupid rube, all right. but I feel like a music video needs music of some kind. It's time. It's time to move on. You just I watched agree. an eleven-minute oh. video that didn't feel God. like eleven minutes. You just wish there wasn't silence. Now you're gonna wish <laughs> this this next video is gonna feel like eleven minutes, and you're gonna wish there's silence. Saint Anger yes. title track music video. Yes. They're at San Quentin in 2004, I want to say. Oh, where they're going to sign the waivers. Yeah, oh, they, man. So right here, the uh, the the nice Mr. Policeman corrections officer is like, you got to sign a waiver because uh, we have a no hostage policy or something like that. You know, because of the uh, policies of the California prison system, does Robert Trujillo have to play in a different yard? Like, how does that work? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't believe Lars's feet are actually moving that I, So, the point of this video, if, uh, the closest thing to a point of this video is Metallica's playing at San Quentin, which, They're isn't just that near uh, San Francisco? Cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why James is wearing all black, Doug. So, James looks like he's wearing uh, Jason's uh, hat from the I Disappear video. Yeah. <laughs> so, after they fired him, he, he got the hat back, and he wears it in this one. Anyway, Metallica Metallica's playing various parts of uh, the San Quentin prison. 
Is that an explicit fuck you to, to Jason? All Maybe. these prisoners kind of look like Jason too. <laughs> and uh, sorry, they had to listen to this song. Uh, the, damn it! That's the joke I was gonna make. Damn it! Why? Because you're just like because you're just so pumped up, and it's so amazing, Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I I want to set aside any uh, sane anger album discussions because yeah, I want to yeah. do an episode focusing on it. <laughs> but that's gonna be called Matt and Mark versus the world. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. So. So there, Metallica is playing in the yard. What? What a weird sentence. <laughs> Metallica is playing in uh, in like one of the cell blocks or whatever, and they they just set up and played the song a bunch of times for the prisoners. The prisoners are like all watching. And none of, like, some of them seem to be enjoying themselves, and some of them just seem to be, like, observing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like to think there were so many texts, they were just really bored. (laughs) All right, let's do it again, folks. Can you imagine having to hear Sane Anger over (laughs) and over while being (laughs) paraded around prison? I think this... This video caused several uh, cases to go to the California Supreme Court (laughs) over cruel and unusual punishment. (laughs) Your Honor, I'd like you to play the song they played. That was the other joke I was going to (laughs) make. Damn it. Who are these old guys? Why can't they play some Metallica? (laughs) So, I guess to spice up the video, they have mug shots of some of the guys... I get it. like, but but I th- they're clearly like actors, right? <laughs> I like um, to think that this video was shot by the production crew of MSNBC's Lockdown, and they right. just got two paychecks that day. <laughs> oh, it's just like the the Jonas Ackerlund thing. Yeah, <laughs> like well, we're, we're already here. filming, <laughs> <laughs> so we may as well just collaborate. So, yeah, but they don't they, have enough footage to. If you watch playthrough without cutting to that studio, so if you watch closely, they they show like very brief reenactments of the crimes that put some of the guys who have mug shots in jail, and that's why I said they're actors. Yeah, and that doesn't add anything. We know they're human. There's nothing the criminal justice system loves more. Than having criminals reenact crimes. Look at this dangerous criminal. Here's how he made his dangerous crime. <laughs> Didn't they uh, close down San Quentin? I Anyone? <laughs> no? I don't know. Pretty sure they did. There we go. That's the good stuff right there. James Classic didn't scream that on, onto the mic like he should have. He screamed it to the camera. Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. Lars has got one of those stupid drum heads that makes your <laughs> snare drum sound like a trash can. Didn't uh, he just take the snares off? Still yeah. open. Still open. So I don't even... I don't even know. Yeah, so like this video at this point doesn't, doesn't add... There's nothing new. It's just more reenactments of crimes, more shots of prisoners, more shots of uh, Lars's bleached blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he lost it all. He, he bleached it too much. You do that after a certain age and you're done for. You know what's a fun Why'd fact? I- is uh, mm-hmm. Robert Trujillo is the longest serving bassist in Metallica. Oh, there's a, there's a prosthetic leg. Wow, that's For all incredible. the souls impacted by San Quentin, your spirit will forever be a part of Metallica. And that's how they Metallica. end the video. Yeah. Wait, wh- how? Why? Because they broke the law. Did did they? Did Metallica? Metallica? Or I don't th- think Metallica did. <laughs> yeah, just, how many of, how many of these guys in San Quentin are there for downloading MP3s? <laughs> What are you in for? I violated the Millennium Digital Copyright Act. (laughs) 
I was considering doing an episode about Metallica versus Napster, but it would just turn into me ranting about Spotify for 45 minutes. (laughs) So I I will here. Here's here's how that episode would have gone in a nutshell. Lars was right. Period. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the episode. Do you yeah. still talk to that guy who was a friendly neighborhood drug dealer back in the day? I don't What's know who you're name? talking about, so no. <laughs> the the guy who had the video of himself riding a bike off a roof to impress some six-year-olds. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> That's when he broke his hip. Was he, was he dealing drugs? Yeah, and he also he managed was. to get Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I wish I had known at the time. No, I heard about the alleged, (laughs) the the alleged stake scam that was ongoing. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! What's a stake scam? He he would shoplift. (laughs) Okay, all right. Who wants a Who wants a New York strip? And then he just opens up his jacket. (laughs) He put him down his pants. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they've been well, tenderized but he, he'd wear those like uh jinko style jeans you know the okay yeah okay that, you, you could put a cow in there and no one would you know. could you could put a baby veal in there <laughs> <laughs> a baby veal yeah you but know the, the mpa or the recording whatever the body they went after him right and he he was supposed to pay like Three thousand bucks. Oh, that, that's news to me. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was like a big thing in our our apartment for like a day. <laughs> oh man, I do. I do know. I believe it. There was the vandalization of a police car <laughs> at one point. I remember. I forget I remember that was it. him or his friends, but like it's uh. uh like that should be one of the one of the little clips in the Saint Anger video. <laughs> I remember an individual I once knew who got in trouble uh, because he lived in a house in which an illegal activity was going on, and the police uh, found uh, paraphernalia in their trash, and he was very upset because that was unconstitutional. And even after I showed him the Supreme Court case that ruled it wasn't unconstitutional, he told me, that's fucking bullshit, man. They can't do that. (laughs) I was like, 1972, bro, it's right here. Yikes. (laughs) All right. You want to move on from law and order? Yes, please. To, um, hmm... All right, A or B. Matt, choose A or B. Gotta pick B. B? B. Fuck you. All right, so (laughs) this might be one of my favorite videos. I don't know if I like it more than Spit Out the Bone, but I like it a whole lot. Uh, Despite despite current world events. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is uh, this tribute to Vladimir Putin? No, this is... He's a good guy! He loves his people! From Death Magnetic. Uh-oh. All all nightmare long. Oh, no! Have you seen this video? I have not. Alright, so it is styled as a 60s era um, Soviet Science experiment video. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, it looks they like start a with the tongue marrow video. They start with like the uh, Tunguska Tunguska inc- okay. incident. And I don't um, think the Soviets would have paid to license uh, the future font. <laughs> and so basically. <laughs> This uh, Russian scientist is showing all these, like, pictures from the incident. And then there's a bunch of Cyrillic writing, right? And it's revealed that this incident in Soviet Soviet Russia in 1908 
Was it was it Soviet then? I don't think it was. Anyway, in Russia, no, no. It was uh, Russia. there's some there's some sort of space meteor, meteor from space revived dead things. So the Soviets use it to reanimate stuff. Okay. So deceased animals, they call it a spore. And so the Soviets are 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 trying to harvest it, and they. I can't tell if there's like space aliens, mm. <laughs> like there's a bug-looking space aliens, or they're using it to reanimate the dead. But either way, this whole this whole video for all nightmare long plays out as a uh, as a great horror movie type thing. Or- like yeah, they're talking about the movie. spores. Um, they were showing the anatomy of it. Um, Exposed to foreign tissues, the spores mimic them. other cells. Instead of offspring, they become skin cells, nerves, muscle. That's a delicious looking steak. Yeah, they're, they're injecting, injecting spores, spores into the steak. Ah. Relevant story about shoplifting steak. Okay. Like a split worm, a part of the organism can reconstitute the whole. So now the steak is like moving around. Human tests show promise with few ill effects reported. So they're putting the spores into a a guy's arm wound now. (laughs) And uh, after eight Eight shots of... What's Shasov mean? Hours? Hour. Hour. All right. And uh, his wound is healed. This cat dead for (laughs) weeks is the first test on putrefied tissue. These are all subtitles I'm reading if you're not watching. (laughs) And then the the, the kitty kitty starts twitching. Oh, and the dead kitty's alive. Good kitty. (laughs) Lazarus stirs. They named him Lazarus because of course they did. So the Russian scientists and doctors are are celebrating with champagne. Oh, but That's the kitty. Plausible. There's that kitty seems um seems angry. That right kid, that kitty is a bitch. All right, so then jump ahead to 1948. Hooray, Soviet! Far. Huh? We are in lockstep with every advance of our enemies, but one. And then there's like, I don't know, this looks like The Wall, Pink Floyd The Wall movie animations. American Atomic Supremacy Looms. Damn right. USA. All right, so they're clearly going to, they're harvesting more spores in order to win the atomic race against America. It, it's like Metallica knows what what is metal, but they just outsource it. Yeah. <laughs> Spori Sporoviet. So they're talking about spores. Are you trying to read the Cyrillic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's something about nuclear war. Yeah, like um, this is everything I love. It's zombies. It's the Cold War. It's uh nuclear zombies. Nuclear zombies. Oh, okay. So the Soviet plan is to have a zombie army that can survive a nuclear war, I guess. Oh. Probably oh. inspired by the Indiana Jones movie that Yeah. Came out this reminds me of the uh Japanese bubonic plague bomb. Um Yeah. I gotta say, I I know our our listeners can't hear the audio, but uh, this is the album version of Death Magnet, which was if if you uh, forgot was Brickwalled Mastered to Death. It sounds terrible. Spory. There's no dynamic range. Yeah, um, lots of spores. Okay, so the another in San Francisco because of course they are. <laughs> Yeah, because the spores are reanimating the flesh. It's basically a zombie bomb, I guess. A zombomb. 
A Zombom. Um, Zombom. So they're um, in the subway. They're in the BART. I guess this is the Muni, um, but maybe they're on the BART. Maybe they're going to Oakland. Oh, uh, like, wait. Uh, so the BART. Wait. <laughs> D- Doug is closest to San Francisco. Does the BART go to San Jose or does the BART go to Oakland? I, I always forget. The BART, the BART goes across the uh, the bay, so it goes to like uh, like Oakland and Berkeley. Yeah, um, the Berkeley. And then you could take the Muni to San Jose. Oh, I got it. Okay. But I'm not sure what's built in 1952. <laughs> yeah, it's just nothing. Yeah. That, I think it's just those, started like... started before the 1970s, I don't think. Yeah, it's like those rice trolley cars. <laughs> I think that's all they have. So anyway, uh, the... Uh, yeah, the the mastering. Oh, so so now now they have atomic bombs, and I I think the idea is they want to they're they're justifying nuking the shit out of the the U.S. because they release their spores. But they also have like weird. I don't know if anyone else read this book as a kid, but there was like this uh, the White Mountains, like they're about tripods. They're like these alien things. Um, they look like tripods here. Or the world. All right. So if you're going oh. to listen to this album, there is a, a so-called iTunes remaster that is much more listenable. It's not as brick-walled. And that is for sale at a Metallica.com. And you can pay a premium to get Flex. Lossless files, Ooh, okay. and that's what I did. So. Yeah, I, I mean, because this I is a great a disc. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they made a disc. Oh, so there's a little epilogue it's, that's it's after all the song ends. I mean, yeah, this is digitals. a great album. It's just recorded. It just has. You're right. Like the dynamic range, just they like just it sounds it. like it's. It sounds like it's coming out of like a little like mono speaker. Like in a handheld radio in 1978. Well, we'll get to that in our Rick Rubin episode, but <laughs> he's this brilliant producer that just works with terrible engineers. Yeah, well, but how much of it was Metallica going, make it louder? Yeah. Make it louder than everything sure. else. All right, we're going to wrap it up with one more video. We All watched right, I'm the, excited. We watched the extremely long version of the unforgiven so what do you think is next an extremely short version of the unforgiven (laughs) an extremely short version of one this is called the jamming version sounds pretty metal i hope it's 14 seconds long it is (laughs) it's five minutes long okay okay all right so if you've watched one as many times oh shit i didn't unmute it for for us (laughs) <laughs> makes no difference to the listener. But. Hey, also, also shout out to this video because this is the video that I tricked you into buying your first Metallica CD that Absolutely. started your whole path of mayhem. It It is. So, yeah, we can go. Oh, shit, they're already in the vocals. Like, that was wow. so fast. So the, uh, the intro solo. That's gone. <laughs> Fuck you and fuck your intro solo. <laughs> so, I it was on Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah. So we were watching Beavis and Butthead in 1993, <laughs> and uh, one came on, and Matt said something along the lines of, you have to buy this. So the next, the next time we were at Tower Records or Sam Goody or Waxy Maxies or whatever. <laughs> oh, Waxy Maxie. Whatever store we were at, I went and bought the album this is on. Fast forward like 80 years and we have a metal podcast. That, yes. That's, that's how we got to where we are. This song. Yeah. Basically, not even, I, not even this I, song, but 30 seconds of this song. I wanted to hear the song again, but I also didn't want to use any of my money. So I basically manipulated Tim and created his whole personality. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he's not wrong. 
<laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> you know what? I miss all the shots from that movie. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that 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 would be good to talk about. So this video is uh shot in '88. I want to say maybe '89. Yeah. And it's Metallica playing in a warehouse. That's not even a warehouse. They're playing in a in a rehearsal studio. And it's shot in black and white, and they're just, they're just playing the song to each other. The full version of the video uh, has clips from the movie Johnny Got His Gun based on the book Johnny Got His Gun, which is what the song is based on. And if you're ever in a good mood, and the day that never comes doesn't kill your good mood... And turn the page, music video doesn't kill your good mood. Read Johnny Got His Gun. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the most fucking depressing uh book ever. But you you know what was in there that I found interesting? Is a a certain prayer. Now I lay me down to mm-hmm. sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep which Rears its head again in uh, Enter Sandman, obviously. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, so, I think Beavis and Butt has said, uh, like, this is where the song gets good. <laughs> yeah. All right, this so is when- definitely like a, yeah, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, wait, you mean, Yeah! <laughs> So when uh, Fade to Black plays this live, there's one Jason Newstead headbang that I always do, no matter how much my neck hurts. <laughs> and uh, it's it's after this. So I wonder if they, yep. they cut it out. But like this video was just iconic. They made it on a shoestring budget. Most of that probably went to the, the film producers. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, So they could get the rights for Johnny Got His Gun. Here's a fun fact. So the so the author of Johnny Got His Gun, Dalton Trumbo, who was also the director and screenwriter of the movie, was blacklisted as a communist. So that ties in with our previous Soviet oh, yeah. video there. Well, that was definitely planned and not at all a, a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. Man, Tim, do you still have the VHS copy of Two of One? I do have Two of One. It's right over there. Yes. Mine I, is still at my parents' house. All right. Keep the lights on, because I'll be over in 45 minutes as soon as this episode <laughs> is over. No, this is the short version. This is the short version. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's Fading it. Out. Yeah. yeah. There's, That's like... Oh, it? wait, wait. Wait, Lars oh, starts talking. Hold on, hold on. Oh, we have this really original thing. Keep, keep in mind, our audience can't hear what Lars is saying. Right? <laughs> is Lars the world's most famous Danish person? No. What about who's a more famous? Who's a more famous Dane than Lars from Metallica? Soren Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard. I, okay. So, 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 or, Dave, you no, telling you're me thinking, if I'm on the think, street? No, you're thinking of Dick Van Patten. Yeah. No, he's yeah. he's, he's Dutch. Dish. No, that that was that was a Wayne's World reference. Oh, okay. You dumb okay. fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We we it's haven't. That it, we, we do have an episode coming up. Yeah, it's not the episode yet, asshole. Right. So we do have an episode coming <laughs> up where uh, this is uh, half Dave's idea and half my idea. It's going to be Bill and Ted. Yeah, stay tuned for uh-huh. this. Bill and Ted versus Wayne's World versus Airheads. Like, so, so that like was a Wayne's Dave. World reference. <laughs> so. If if I went on the streets of Essex, Maryland, and I had a photograph of Lars Ulrich, a picture of Soren Kierkegaard, and another picture of Hans Christian Andersen, and said, which of these Danes do you know? I guarantee the people of Essex know Lars Ulrich over either Soren Kierkegaard or Hans Christian Andersen. Hands down. Which, you're uh, totally right. Which um, Shakespeare play 
was about a Dane. Which one was that? Hamlet. 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 Prince of Denmark. Yeah, okay, I should have known that, I, Jack so, Panzer. Like, yeah, precisely. <laughs> Wait, that was Macbeth. Fuck. That was Macbeth. But I think they, they didn't write a Hamlet song, did they? Did they? Um, but Matt, I see, I was approaching it from the opposite direction, which was okay. name a famous Dane. And I wonder if Lars would be most Essex dwellers famous Dane of choice. If you were to say, hey, who's the most famous Dane there is? Uh, like, if you're doing you're like, top... Man, fuck Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people in Essex would go, I don't know who Dane is, but tell him he can't come Dane around Cook here no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the most famous Dane in Essex yeah, is Dane Cook. Bucks. Yeah. Hands down. And then there's like... <laughs> Those like Danish butter cookies you buy at Seven Eleven that everyone uses as a sewing kit. That's next, and then Lars, and then Kierkegaard, and then Hans Christian Andersen. Well, <laughs> I have to say, after living there for five years, or uh, yeah, there you, also, you live close enough. <laughs> you literally, lived, every were, car you were up, you might you were upstream like, from them, <laughs> upriver. <laughs> Anytime you pass a car with like, you know, some white guy, 40 or less in it, it was always Metallica or White Zombie without fail. Like yeah. nothing else ever. But it's like Time Stop or Pantera, excuse me. Yeah. But nothing released after yeah. 1995. It's like time just stopped. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Dude. All right. You know, I haven't taken I haven't taken my wife out to Essex yet. And I. Oh man, I feel like that's go to, an experience. Um, man, I feel like I feel like Fade to Black should be booking shows in Essex. Yeah, yeah. Pizza John's day uh -huh. experience. We've been to Dundalk together, but okay, Pizza John's. They've been open since 1967, and nothing's changed since then. Right? They hi they like hire like teenage girls to to be the the cashiers, and none of them. None of them, like, appear to have been trained properly. <laughs> you know, they're like, yes, you're hired. And then you ask them a question, like, can I, can I do half and half on a pizza? And they don't know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but hey, the, pizza, the pizza's good. It's, yeah, what are I you mean, doing tomorrow 7 p.m.? <laughs> I don't want to go to Dundalk or Essex or, or Middle it's in Essex. They are They've closed got on Monday. They've yeah, got plenty of the locations. They're in uh, Mount Vernon. They're in Roland Park. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't go to the Roland Park location. All right, so my statement. That's the, gentrified. My statement for Matt. So holy shit, Lutherville, <laughs> north of Essex. Uh -huh. this, we're we're get, we're narrow casting to our Baltimore audience right now. North of Essex is Middle River. Okay. In Middle right. River, there was a shopping center that used to have an Ames in it. Do you remember okay. Ames? Oh, I remember Ames. The one on Fears Mill? Yeah. And the Ames sign is still there. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing... So what? When did, when did Ames go out of business? Like 2005? Something that like that? 2003? Bad. Yeah, I looked it up. It, it, they're the closing to like 2002, that Ames. Maybe even earlier than that, like 99. Nothing no ever. Than 2002. Nothing ever Ames moved in to that space to replace the Ames side. <laughs> in 20 years, my God. Well, Ames my department store filed for bankruptcy in December 20th, 1992. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years. Oh. I remember the Ames that was up at, at, you know, you know, that shopping center at Veers Mill Road that was impossible to get into. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. That has like it was home to the Korean corner and is now oh, yeah. home to a unique bazaar. Oh, I, lo man. I love both of those establishments. My my uh, my Korean corner story is I once uh, tried to buy ginger beer there. Oh, and they they carded me. And I was like, but it's not alcoholic. It's ginger beer. And they had to get a manager and everything. <laughs> that's, that's my Korean corner story. <laughs> oh, I used to love going to Korean corner just for junk food. Man.
my, cr- my crane story corner story ends. Why are you making her choose between you and Jesus? And then I say, why are you? Oh, that's, that's, a, diff- <laughs> that's a different story. It's pretty good. Okay, so uh, let's bring it back to Metallica. <laughs> That was well, an odd scroll down, mem- but down very, very specific memory lane. You know what I'm talking about? Places where aims used to be and heartbreak. If it, if if you want more of that, um, yeah, go to the know, Patreon era. Well, yeah, go to the Patreon link in the description. Actually, just go to the link tree. The link is in the link tree. Um, yeah, that's true. If if you want more of that era of Metallica, I highly recommend you watch Heavy Metal Parking Lot, which is going to be the subject of a different episode. <laughs> so I also recommend if you're going through a bad breakup, listen to the S&M one version of the Outlaw Torn on repeat oh, as you're song. driving through Damascus, Maryland, crying. Um. All right, so that was oddly specific. <laughs> I mean, you know, just if you happen to be there. It's the regional appeal, Tim. I try to avoid Damascus. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I did too. But sometimes you just end up there. By the way, when I hear Damascus, I only think of Damascus, Maryland. Good. Yeah. Even when you're, they're talking about Syria? Uh, yeah. What? Especially. Aleppo. No, I meant Damascus. Aleppo, Maryland. Isn't that a pepper? <laughs> and if my face becomes sincere, beware, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, until next time, we're gonna we're gonna keep Metallica going strong. Lots more Metallica com- uh, content coming, and hopefully fewer stories about uh, various Baltimore County uh, economic decline. <laughs> Until next time, Metal Nation, keep it Metallica! Does your guy's therapist let you drink in the office? Because mine does, and it's great. <laughs> that one really went off the rails, didn't it? Yeah, I know. That was amazing!